his name is uh, Quivel. You know, just kind of. I guess one thing that you'll always see usually how his hood up on his cloak and um, kind of hiding his face a little bit, but um, really just nondescript. Um, most people kind of think of him more than a half elf because he really doesn't ever have facial hair or anything like that. But you know, that's about it. All right. Well, I'm Enigma on uh, on the Discord, but uh, I'm playing a gnome ranger um, by the name of Gilly Gilly Timbers. Um, he's a forest gnome. Um, I mean, this is my first time playing, so I mean, I'm gonna roll with it and. See what happens. That, that's all good. <laughs> I got my gnome back here. <laughs> uh, okay. Backstab damage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be uh, going into character. So I may have. I mean, you might hear a bit of Shrek in my uh, in my talkings <laughs> in my dialogue. So that's cool. Alrighty. Gavin? Well, my character name is Gavin Oren Ashdane Temper. He's a noble, hence the ridiculously long name. Uh, uh, he's a young male wizard. Um, he comes from a family with uh, that hasn't distinguished it, uh, itself yet with the uh, with its members uh, since uh, since the the founder uh, who gained the noble status uh, sorcerer uh, uh, the the family hasn't had uh, someone who uh, who is famous uh, as an adventurer or something like that and I intend to change that. Alrighty. And last but not least, Gary. <laughs> uh, I am Gary Diamonds on Discord, uh, and I am playing Findle Trunket. Uh, he's a, a tiny little guy, a uh, little gnome guy. He's got kind of a weird-looking gloves on, um, and uh, he's got a top hat. He's got a nice little top hat. It's, uh, it's a black top hat. He's pretty happy with that top hat. He's a, he's a happy little guy. Oh. And that's all I'll say for now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. Alrighty. Well, uh, so we're going to bring this in, uh, kind of we'll do a little uh, overview of what's going on in the world as we uh, see this. Um, we are going to... We are coming into a alternate version of the uh, Forgotten Realms. Uh, there's been uh, quite a few happenings going on in the region. Um, the, the town of Phandalin has been, uh, having its share of, uh, adventures between, uh, orc raids and bandits. And recently a white dragon has moved into the area. Uh, sightings of that have become, uh, increasingly frequent over the past few weeks. Uh, you guys have all 
your characters have all heard the rumor, heard these rumors, and seen and whatnot as you made your tw made your way to the little uh, port town of Saltmarsh, which is about twenty five miles from the town of Lelin, uh, along the uh, the trade road that connects most of the major cities of the uh, Sword Coast. Uh, coming into Saltmarsh, it's a small little. Uh, Fishing, uh, fishing town, port town. Um, it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of history. Um, lately, it's been kind of on an increase. Uh, there's a group of dwarves that have moved into the region to start excavating locally for precious minerals. Uh, with the, with increasing trade with the continent of Eberron, there has been an increase in more of these materials because one of the big projects that a lot of the city-states have all kind of banded together with is to is to import Eberron tech uh, specifically the lightning rail that will connect all of the sword coast from as far south as Baldur's Gate all the way to Luskin in the far north before uh, the spine of the world so with this there's been there's definitely been an increase in the demand for precious metals to facilitate this construction uh, the town is kind of at odds with uh, the sudden increase in attention, they're used to having to fend for themselves a lot, and right now with having such an increase in attention, there's a uh, some some controversy amongst the various groups within the town. Some of them are all for having uh, increased presence in the region. Some of them are like, no, let's not change the way things are, and then you and then you have another one's like, hey trying to sabotage everything in between so it's it's a mixed bag in this town just like it with any other uh, any other uh port city or any other kind of uh city state um you guys have all been in y'all have coming into uh, into uh salt marsh and just kind of wandering through the uh the town so with that uh kind of put this off for you guys and let me know where how you got where you guys or how you guys want to uh, explore the town. Who go first? Whoever wants to go first. <laughs> is there a, is there a tavern or a job postings board? Yes, there is. The uh, there are several taverns and establishments within within the city. Uh, the most some of the one of the most notable is the Wicker Goat, which is fairly close to the main entrance, uh, the main kind of gate. Uh, Salt Saltmarsh used to be the current town of Saltmarsh used to be much is a rebuild of something that was there a long time ago. It's sometimes referred to as like the old harbor town. Um, there, the remnant of that, there's, there's, as you guys came into the town, there's this large uh, stone wall that kind of connects two, between two hills with a guardhouse a, a lot for the road. It, the wall is in tremendous disrepair, there's, but it's still quasi-functional. Uh, as you pass that and then head and head down the main path, you come across the uh, the Wicker Goat. It's a fairly large tavern. Um, it tends to it's owned by uh, by a Lankus Curid. Uh, He's a old retired uh, military officer who's 
kind of set this set this place up. He's, his clientele is typically the uh, dwarven miners from the nearby uh, mine, as well as the local town guard. They like to hang out in this particular establishment. Can I uh, start off in the inn? She may. Um, <clears throat> um, I kind of want to go up to the uh, bartender. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, and I'll say, hi! Um, I'm, I'm very, very short. I, I barely come up to the, the counter. Um, so I'm, say, I'm saying, hi! Uh, 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 what do you have to drink? Got a number of fine ales. How could I help you, my small friend? to get a drink and I had a, a very strange question but but you might be able to help me out okay well, well drink a plenty uh reach it over uh, would you would do you think you could handle a, a pint or would you prefer something smaller oh probably something smaller uh, all right he kind of shuffles sh shuffles under the bar and pulls out what is essentially just a small what, what looks like to like a coffee cup or something like that, and uh, fills it with some ale and tries to hand it over to you. That's perfect. Um, I also was wondering um, if you could spare any uh, butter. Butter? If I could buy any butter from you. There is a plan to this. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Um... <laughs> I need it for one of my spells, and so... Um, I figure the the tavern would probably be something like I could get like a bit of something. Oh crazy. yeah, it, it it's totally there. Uh, he kind of is like, uh, sure you could buy some butter. Uh, oh, fantastic! I use huh? it for inventions. Ah, alrighty. Well, he uh signals one of the uh one of the one of the uh wait staff to. And tells them to go back to the uh, kitchen to grab a small thing of butter for you. Fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, they're going to go and sit down and drink. We all know each other, right? If, that, if that's how you want to do, yeah. Or you can meet each other. Where, would you, where, where are you starting off? In this uh, same tavern? I believe it's it's for the best that we know each other. Skip the introductions to each other characters. Okay. Since we did that. Okay, cool. That works. I'll go up to the barkeep. Uh, I'll order I'll order some ale for me and my friends here over there. Uh, and I'll ask, I'll use the opportunity to ask him about anything, anything uh, strange happening in the city, in the town uh, lately. Well, Mr. Gavin, uh, well, I will go ahead and have, uh, have some stuff sent over to your table. Um, as for strange going on, so this is... There's always something around here. There's uh, these dwarves moving into the area. Um, they're exploring the mines and 
have to it's all kinds of stories coming from them and then of course there's the uh there's the local lore about the uh haunted about this haunted ha haunted house that's uh just outside of town it's also been it's uh but if you want to know more you're gonna have to talk to the uh grave the uh grave digger he's uh he spends a lot of time uh studying up on the history of this place uh as for anything more specific other than just some go idle gossip then you're gonna want to you're gonna want to head in and talk to one any one of the council members and they are they're prominent they're predominantly inside the uh, council hall in the center of town by the docks and the market thank you you're most welcome I'll go and repeat that information uh, to my friends at the table and bring them some ale that All I right. ordered. How much will it cost me? Uh, six, uh, five, what do we have many? We have five, uh, two Electrum and we'll, and we'll be good. Uh, how much is two Electrum in gold pieces? Uh, Takes uh, ten electrum to make a gold, so it'd be if you gave him a gold piece, he'd be more 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 than paying for the drinks and then a few rounds afterwards. <laughs> okay. Um, what do I see around the tavern? Do I see some other uh, people, dwarves? Yes, you do. You see a you see a collection of dwarves. One um, there's one uh, particular female dwarf that is uh seems to be a little little louder than the others and you almost can tell that the other dwarves kind of pay deference to her like she's a, a person of authority um then there are some other there there are other humans and in, in uh regulars that frequent uh you could tell this place be this because of the clientele this place has it's fairly fairly low key but uh there's a there's a steady stream of conversations. The doors kind of stick off into the corner, and you can see there's like a every few minutes there's a there's someone who brings over another platter of of mugs for them to drink. So it's a pretty uh pretty interesting crew as you as you survey them. Okay, I'll go back to our table with the ale, and I'll re um, I'll tell everything that I heard uh, from the barkeep. All right. To Gilly and uh, Quail, right? Right. Righto, mate. What you get us there? tonight oh just the usual the usual uh local ale sounds great so who is the loud winch over there to the side uh that would be uh at uh manistrad the uh she runs the uh dwarven mine i see and what are they digging for in that mine uh, precious metals of some type. Uh, it's kind of 
it could be it could be some it could be a new expansion from one of the dwarf citadels who knows oh, I like good. metal metal's great and 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 who is uh who's the who's the one in charge who's the one that uh, ordered the uh the mining of these uh, materials I was uh on the behest of the lords of Waterdeep To uh, foster yeah. foster better relations with the uh, and kind of help with gathering more resources. Should we go introduce ourselves? Thinking we may have to, but I may watch them a little bit longer. Just want to see what kind of folk they really are. You never can really trust a dwarf. Well, that's true. Alright. Yeah, as the day wears on, you see these some dwarves come in, some dwarves leave. Uh, eventually, uh, Minestrel uh, uh, does head back over to the mines. So, and then things kind of quiet down a little bit without the dwarves and their drinking. What time is it? Uh, it's about... Mid, uh, it's about uh, mid afternoon at this point. Okay. And he told he told us about the uh, the house or what have you. Yeah, he said uh, if you wanted it? to know more about that, you'd have, probably have to go talk to the uh, to the guy who who maintains the cemetery on the other side of town. He's uh, oh, spends a lot of time studying the various lore and history, so he would have. He would have more information for you. Uh, anything more specific about any type of job prospects or any other um, looking for work things, your best bet is to go to the council hall to speak with any any of the council members that are there. Okay. So what does everyone want to do? I've been having some troubles listening. Like here, it's got some like double. What's that? Double sound every time, so it's kind of just saying. I don't know if anybody else is having that problem. Uh, you have a slight echo on yours, like that's almost like the compression as it's coming across the stream. Guys, guys. Yeah, we... that's what I'm hearing. So. Guys, should we go and talk to the council members to, you know, get some jobs? That's probably a good idea. I don't have a lot of money, so <clears throat> we can make some however we can. Job would be good. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Alright. So head to the council building Alrighty, as you come up to the as you make your way out of the tavern and travel up toward the count the council building it's a fairly large predominant building in the uh, center of town directly across from it is are the lot of the are the docks and the major uh, market uh, some other items of interest points of interest around the council house 
are there's another uh, tavern next near to it. It's called the Snapping Line. This one's a little. Uh, this one definitely has a different vibe to it. Um, the uh, another one is uh, we have the market, and also near, next to the market is a mansion. Uh, as you inquire about what that is, you, you find out that it's the uh, Primwater Mansion. Uh, Primwater is one of the predominant um, businessmen in the town and works with a couple of, is, sits on the council. Uh, got a number of trade uh, imports and exports. Coming into the, uh, come go, you guys going into the council hall. You see a couple of the count, see a couple of figures in there having a discussion. Um, okay. We have a uh, human uh, female. He's uh, having a discussion with uh, kind of a with a gentleman who seems impeccably dressed, impeccably dressed. For a fishing village, impeccably dressed. Also, sit, also sitting there and talking with a uh, another indi uh, another individual. He's a uh, fairly well established looking. Um, they seem to be listening him and listening him and, and talking with him. Um, come to find out, his name is I uh, Iago. Um, the three of them are having are sitting there and kind of talking as you come in. What do we hear from their conversation? Uh, the uh, dapper gentleman is ta is talking with. Uh, Iago about hire about looking for uh, some more uh, guardsmen to help uh, with some shipments that are with guard with some shipments that are coming in or and have to lay over for a few days. Um, you get the sense that any any but any kind of work that any kind of work for the, this type of uh, job is he's the one to talk to for that for the for those type of positions. Hmm. Dapper gentleman or Iago? Iago. Okay. <clears throat> Should we go talk to that guy? He seems in charge. Yeah, you can go do that. You're a friendly type. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> That's nice. <clears throat> uh, okay, I'll go over and talk to him. Does anybody else want to talk to him? Or uh, I'll go with up? you. I'll go with you. Okay. I'll follow slightly behind. And I'll stand back because I don't trust anybody. Especially not a dapper man. You can never trust a dapper man. You can tell that man has not done any work. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'm going to walk up to him and say, Hi, I'm Fendel. Uh, they, but they, they kind of stop and look at you and say, Hello. Can we help you with something? <clears throat> we're uh, 
looking for work. Really? What kind of work? What kind of work, guys? I'll see you. Uh, by by the way, my name is uh, Gavin. Gavin Temper. Nice to meet you. Yeah, dapper-looking gentleman looks it? over and uh, gives you a nod and uh, introduces himself as uh, as a uh, Graham Primwater. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. <clears throat> pleasure, uh, depending on what you're looking for, I'm sure the pleasure is mine. What can I do for you, fine gentlemen? Oh, well, um, uh, we're, uh, we're looking for work. Um, and... Any particular type of work? Uh, you don't seem... You don't seem like you're a regular, like, um... Traders, is there a particular skill set or um, vocation that you uh, pride yourselves in? Sorry for that. Sorry about that. That's cool. Uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, we're uh, we're looking for work. Do you, have, do you have anything you need help with? Any jobs? Anything like that? There are always Maybe jobs, as I said, as I asked. Is there a particular vocation you apply yourself toward? You like adventure? Alright. You might be able to help you magically. Okay. What about you other, about you other two gentlemen? Yeah, the other, the 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 other two, the the, ha, the uh, the half elf and uh, gnome. Yep, the half elf and gnome. I motion them to come closer. Oh, come, come, introduce yourselves. Don't be shy. Let's just stand there, arms crossed, kind of looking, <laughs> and I look at him. I hear about it. All right. And I just say, uh, I'm just a, I'm just a bad nombre. So I'll, you know, I'm a bit of a, I'm here for intimidation. As much intimidation as a gnome can give. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iago kind of lifts an eyebrow to you on that. Everything <clears throat> done. We are a diverse lot with a particular set of skills that would help you. Hmm. Yeah, uh... Iago says, you know, maybe we can maybe we can talk. There might be something uh, I can help you gentlemen with. Any kind of emotions uh, over off to off to the side. He tells uh, Mr. Primwater that he'll, uh, he'll, he'll be right back to fini finish up that uh, other business. Alright, I'll, I'll walk off to the side. Okay. Me too. So he Primwater uh kinda shifts over talking to the uh the, the the woman in the room who's been quietly listening to this whole thing, not really just kinda seeing how this all plays out. 
uh, as you get over off to the side with the uh, Iago, he goes, So, you fancy yourselves swords for hire? If the price is right. Uh, <clears throat> if the price is right? What kind of price are you thinking? Well, or would you like, or, or would it be better if I just tell you what the rates are? That's probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. Track all my notes. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, is she just having a... <laughs> Alright, well, I'm in uh, need of some individuals. Uh, the uh, going rate is uh, rough. There's uh, roughly a few gold uh, a week with a potential of uh, a bonus. And if you, depending on what happens during that week, uh, an exceptional bonus. Would y'all be interested in uh, doing some guard work on a few of the few of the trade ships that are that are in port? On a ship? Yep. That sounds like fun. Do you have any landlocked jobs? <laughs> uh, I'm not asking you to go out to sea. I'm asking you uh, kind of. Help help the guard help patrol the ports to make sure that nothing happens to uh, Mr. Primwater's ships as they uh, as they're uh, in dock for the for a few days. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. Tell us more about, especially the bonuses. Uh, the bon the bonus will be determined whether or not anything will be determined at the end of the uh, week that you ser that you uh, serve as guards. <clears throat> and how much uh, hours a day should we be doing the guard duty? The whole twenty-four hours? Oh no, it's a. It, it'd be a stand. It'd be a standard rot rotating eight-hour shift. But we would have to cover twenty-four hours, right? Um. Yeah, I have some others. You would just fill it, fit into that rotation for the, for the, for the, for the week. Yeah, got it. Fancy pad, I have a question. What are we guarding? Not particularly sure, and I don't particularly ask. I'm I'm contracted to provide guards when guards are needed. Sounds like a good job. It does sound like an easy job. For how many days? That'd be for one week. And the pay is per day how much? Uh, roughly one gold per day plus bonuses. A piece. Mm. That's nice. What do you think, guys? Should we go for it? I think it sounds okay. Sounds like we're buying a bunch of rounds. After eight. <laughs> a bunch of what? A bunch of rounds of ale. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Well, that sounds fine to me. Okay. Do I get to kill anybody? Unknown. But we'll see how. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Let's hope. Uh, okay. So uh, we accept. 
All right, he uh, leads you out, uh, leads you out toward his uh, toward his residence. Kind of gives you all the rundown, and then we'll uh, kind of you guys have that week. You stand guard. It's fairly uneventful. Um, you do see that the uh, the fishing that has come in and forth has been fairly good. So the town mood in general is fairly optimistic and fairly happy for bountiful harvest. After that week, you go back to get your collect your uh, pay. Um, sorry. It would be uh, you guys receive uh, one gold per day, so five, so five gold for or seven gold for the week, with an additional ten gold a piece. So that's seventeen gold a piece for your week of guard duty. And while you're while you were on the, while you were able to do that, you're able to collect some info about the uh, some of the local goings on and a little more familiar with the uh, town layout. The uh, haunted mansion that you guys were so curious were curious about is about four or five miles outside of town, and uh, there hasn't been a whole lot of. There've been a few people who've come who've gone up there, but the pretty much all the rumors are it's haunted of some type. They're not sure what's going on, and most people tend to stay away from it, and they have for years. You did, you do hear that you hear that used to be an alchemist who rent who lived there, but he's been long gone. Do I know anything about him? Like, can I learn anything about him? Or, or... Uh, go ahead and uh, roll a history check for me. Fifteen. Can I do that as well? Yes, you may. I'm using the D and D digital dice. Nice. <clears throat> Yeah, it works really well. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I've heard I've heard good things about that so far. Yeah, let's see. An eighteen. Eighteen, nice. Nice. All right. Um, mansion's been abandoned for the better part of two decades. Inside the uh, person who used to own the house. was an alchemist of uh, little renown uh, his name's kind of lost to history but he uh, he was fairly fairly reclusive he didn't go he didn't venture out much which is why nobody really remembers his name hmm. but uh, he must he mysteriously uh, disappeared and the house has been abandoned ever since so we're are we done? With our work, then? Yes, you've <clears throat> completed your week of work. Okay, cool. Um, can I... Is Are we still at the council member guy? Uh, or can I go to him and find him? Uh, Mr. Uh, the Primwater? Yeah, well, I guess what I want to know is if there's, like, a trade shop in town where they kind of sell odds and ends. And oh, there... Yes, you do, you do hear about a few of those. Um... If anyone minds, I have a little bit of shopping to do before we begin anything. <clears throat> I want to buy one or two things. All right. If that's okay with everyone else. 
Battle right ahead. Okay. Uh, so I want to go to a, a trade shop. Um, specifically, what I'm looking for is um, a tiny bell or a piece of fine silver wire. Or several tiny bells, or several pieces of fine silver wire. So I'm gonna walk into the thing and uh, the shop. Hey, what, what kind of shops do I see, or do I know about? All right. Uh, so we have the uh, weekly market. Okay. Um, it's a large, the large market square where uh, people, where you see some, uh, where you see a gathering of people selling wares and uh, local catches. There's okay. also uh, Hester's Leather Goods, which is a tannery. Here that she's uh, you can check that, or that's another one you can go and check out. Um, the Green Market is uh, just a kind of a kind of a simple marketplace along the bridge, uh, along the. Uh, Near the uh, on the other side of the harbor, um, faithful quartermaster quartermasters of Ayu Ayas is uh, is kind of is is a trade delegation um, that is set up shop there. They deal in magical items, predominantly, and then they and then up on the hill. Near the church and the cemetery is the Winston's store. Hmm. He's more of a he's he's a, he's a kind of he's got kind of a jack of all trades there. Uh. His motto is solid goods at an honest price. <laughs> um, I would like to go to Winston's store. Okay. If anyone else wants to come along, they're more than welcome to. I'll go. You'll go. All right. The rest, uh, rest of the group head up that way too, or do they want to go and check something else out? I'll, uh, I'll stay behind near the uh, the square or the uh, the uh, <clears throat> near the Primwater ma uh, Mansion. Okay. All right. Something I've never name? seen before. <laughs> what's the name? What's the name of the store that sells magic items? I didn't hear you. That is the uh, Quartermasters of Eyes. Quartermasters Eyes. Yes. Um, Faithful Quartermaster of Eyes. There's a. That's um. That's uh where they they typically deal in uh, magical items. That one is on the other. You'll have you'd go from where you from where you're from where you guys are. It would be across the bay. So you'd take the main main uh, road back uh, back across the bridge around to uh, their shop. So uh, we'll start off with uh, Winston's and then kind of work our way back across the map. So. Winston's good. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go in and look around. All right. 
do I see uh, do I see anybody in there? Like I'm thinking there's a guy working. Oh yeah, there. Um, you you walk in. It's uh like a pretty good general store. It seems fairly well uh well stocked, and the uh yeah kind of a an older halfling uh, who introduces him, introduces himself as Winston. Um, and uh, he's the uh, proprietor and owner of this particular shop. Hello, Winston. It's nice to meet you. I'm Findle. <clears throat> Hello there, Findle. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a bell or a little piece of silver wire, if that's something that you carry. I would like to use um, my fail, little, little, uh, my background, uh, my supply chain feature. Um, it says, from your time as a merchant, you can retain these connections with wholesalers, suppliers, and other merchants and entrepreneurs. You can call upon these connections when looking for items or information. Okay. All right. Uh, he said, sir, he goes, yeah, I believe I have some of those in stock. And uh, goes goes and uh, pulls, to, pulls out the uh, bell and the wire. How much would you charge for something like that? Oh. Yeah, about 10 silver and you should be good. How much, how much, how many gold was that? Like, that's less than. I... Okay, cool. Exchange, um, exchange rate is 10 copper for one silver, 10 silver for one electrum, 10 electrum for one gold. Okay. Um, okay. Um, oh, but I've only got gold, so um, how do I? How, he, how he, he'll make wire change. How much wire can I buy for one gold? Hmm? How much wire can I buy for one gold? Um, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll give you half a spool for one gold. I will take it. Alrighty. Goes in a. Unwinds it, hands you the half a spool. It's roughly about a hundred feet of silver wire, thin little silver wire, about the same same th thickness and diameter as like uh, uh, the copper wire and an Ethernet cable. Nice. So it's very fine. You get about a hundred feet of that, and uh, the little bell. Okay, uh, I'm gonna stick them both in my backpack and say thank you very much, and I'll leave. Alrighty. I'll, I'll buy the bell as well. Oh, okay. Little bell. Okay. Uh, how much for the little bell? Uh, the little bell was going to be like three or four copper. It wasn't going to be too terribly much. But weren't you going over to the quartermasters? Or did you go up to Winston's? I went to, to I went with the trunket to Winston's. And, okay. Uh, after, afterwards, I'll see if I'll go. Copy that. Copy that. Alrighty. All right. So while you guys are have are having this conversation with Winston, we'll come back over to uh, the Primwater Mansion. And uh, what are you what are you looking for? What are you trying to discern over there at the uh, Primwater Primwater Estate? I'm just kind of fascinated with the, the structure. I, I'm, since I'm a forest gnome, something, and I'm an outlander, I, I'm something I don't see, I'm not used to. Okay. Um, 
and this is kind of like a big deal for me. So I'm just walking around checking out the the structure and and, and the uh, materials and uh, the architecture. Kind of surprised, but kind of uh, since I'm I'm kind of judgy, I'm I'm just kind of like, you know, what does Amon need with all this? It's only it's it's big enough to fit a whole city inside. <laughs> uh, so. To give you an idea, it's a large, a large mansion right on the docks, allowing uh, uh, with a with a balcony with uh, large windows. And occasionally, as you're watching, you see the one of the windows open, and then you you hear Galen uh, call out instructions to his uh, to his ship captains and whatnot, because most of his ships actually dock right there next to the mansion. So that allows him to oversee and kind of uh, instruct what happens. Um, it's got a large, uh, grand entryway, uh, and while you guys were on guard duty, you heard about the, every week he hosts these elaborate dinner parties and it's the talk of the town for the, for the following day, the, uh, the, cause he caters these with, uh, food and drink from out that come in on the trade ships that he, uh, manages. So... It's a quite an interesting sight while you're while you're watching all while you're watching all this the the bustle of activity and and going with what you were saying it's like how, why does anybody need this much this is this is crazy but you get the sense that he's the one that likes to party and make sure everyone feels good so that it may, so that everybody has his name on their lips whenever they think whenever they think about a good party so he's the uh, he's the uh, great Gatsby of uh, yeah, of pretty much <laughs> pretty much. I guess I'm just sitting there, kind of. Like, oh, there goes Mister Fancy Pants. <laughs> I see him. I wonder what kind of dinner parties he has. I wonder if he has the best of the squirrels like we do in the forest. I wonder if he has the best chipmunk. <laughs> This guy, I can't imagine he has enough chipmunk to provide for everybody. Un not unknown. Guess you have to see. And while you're kind of doing this and whatever, um, the, uh, your two companions come back from uh, Winston's store. Um, you guys are now kind of there in the center. If you still wanted to go to the Quartermasters, you could uh, take that route to head over to the Quartermasters. Alrighty, so coming over to the quartermaster. So you step you step into this shop and you see it's uh, got a variety of various items and uh, standing there in the back is a female tiefling. And she's uh, currently examining some item. Not sure. Trying to looks like maybe a rod of some type. I'm not really, not really sure. But she's uh, looking at it pretty intently and then making some notes in a journal. Hi. 
Gavin Ashdane Pamper. Nice to meet you. Charmed. I you seem to have you seem to have a nice artifact right there. Have you? Hmm. It's mediocre. I'm probably not going to get much for it. What does it do? Uh, it uh, looks like it's just a simple rod of extension. It's, it's not terribly fancy, but I have a I have a buyer in uh, Neverwinter who is curious for this. A rod of extension? What does it do? Oh yeah, I'm very interested in that. It, say the command and it extends from two feet to ten feet and then back oh. again. Wow! Can I see? That's very useful. What do you, what are you selling it for to that buyer in Neverwinter? He is uh, his contract he is uh, roughly five gold for this. Are you saying you have a better price you willing to pay for it? I lost your audio. <laughs> I, said, I said perhaps I'm using push to talk. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, out of character, uh, guys, you could go uh, over to your nicknames at the left uh, and uh, press uh, the right mouse button and uh, select change nickname to shoot your character. And it will it will be presented uh, here uh, near your uh, videos. Yes, that would uh, definitely be helpful for trying to keep track of names. Just doing that now. Okay. I totally forgot that. Uh, I'll ask uh, I'll ask the tiefling. Uh, okay. uh, the tiefling introduces herself as. Uh, Captain Xanderos. Captain Xanderos. So she is. She has a military back. So you have. So you have a military background. I presume. It's the title because I I lead this particular group. We're not from uh, this uh, particular area. We kind of migrated here to uh, make some make some purchases and. Uh, be kind of a go-between for our for our organization back on the other uh, on the other side of the sea. <clears throat> the other side of the sea. Yes, uh, over on the Eberron continent. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Uh, mm -hmm. I see. Uh, and what? other you sell magical items so what other magical items do you have available and at what price oh it varies from week to week then of course of course figures you would ask me that <laughs> of course you would ask me that yes of course i would of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've had some technical issues. Hopefully, it's working. Hopefully, yeah, I can hear you fine now. Yes, it seems to be working. 
you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you guys now. I wasn't for a little while, so I was completely lost, but That's I think I got it fixed. Yeah, it seems I much better now. Yeah, you're coming through nice and clear now. So. Do you perhaps have any spells? Spell scrolls or something like that? Um. Yeah, she does have uh, two, two spell scrolls. I, I would very much like to buy that rod from you. <clears throat> oh, by my buyers was asking was uh for five gold. Did you have a better price you were willing to pay? I can give you six gold. Give me a persuasion check. She uh, thinks about it. It's like, all right, saves me the trouble of having to transport it. Fantastic. Cool. I uh, will give her six gold. I'll shake my head and say, ah, it's going to be less ill for all of us. <laughs> but look what I got, a stick that grows. I could go somewhere with that, but I'm not. It still it still weighs it still weighs uh, seven pounds. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like what is it um, that I'm adding? Uh, if you go in and look under the equipment, it would. Uh... Keep him here right now. Rod of Belongation. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Pole of Collapsing. Pole of Collapsing. And the uh, scroll, the scrolls are a couple of a uh, couple of scrolls with the. Uh, she tells you it's uh, for healing word is the spell. You don't have any arcane spells. It is healing word is, isn't it? It should be. Or bards. Ah, here we go. Is there a particular school of magic you're interested in? Well, I, I was kind of like uh, wanting to see what you have uh, for uh, first level. Particularly, maybe something uh, that deals damage. Perhaps an identify scroll. 
he uh, takes a look through the back and out well I have uh, I have one for identify and I have one for comprehend languages mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, how much would be for each yeah five gold each five gold each that's mm -hmm. uh, that's very, very good. I'll, I'll take both. Alright. I'm going to add a scroll of identify and a scroll of comprehend languages and your inventory. And subtract 10 gold. Yes, and subtract 10 gold. Exit the shop. What would you like to do now? So we know about the haunted house? Yes. In your week you've spent there working and in your downtime you have um, figured you have learned where the house is and learned some of the history behind the house. It's been abandoned for about two decades. The alchemist who lived there is just vanished, unknown. Uh, most of the locals tend to stay away from there. Does this sound like something we might want to take a look at? There might be treasures. Uh, we might want to talk to that guy that uh, that is near the cemetery that collects lore. He might be able to know uh, some things that we might expect if we visit that house. That's an excellent idea. I had forgotten about him. I get excited sometimes. <laughs> Good idea, Gavin. <laughs> it's okay, my little friend. We've got your back. Ah, great. You will go first, as always. Oh, <laughs> 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 All right. I kid, I kid, I kid, All righty. Um. <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, make your way back through and uh, back up the hill as you pass uh, Winston's store. Uh, you get your eyes on a what appears to be a church or some type of temple. And then off to the side from there is this large uh, graveyard with uh, quite a number of various gravestones. And there's a small hut, um, kind of off to the off to the side behind the church. Um, as you enter the enter the cemetery area. And the the 
guy that we we're looking for lives uh, as we have heard in that small house. Yes. Yes, uh, his name is Crag, and he is a half-orc. A half-orc? Hmm? Maybe we should gather before we knock at his door. Okay. You know, safety numbers and all that. Sure. <clears throat> He's probably a nice guy. Probably. <laughs> I think a lot about everyone. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear you. What did you say? I said, I said he, he's probably a nice guy. Uh, I, I think that of everyone. So. Ah, okay, okay. Never trust a. Can never trust a half orc. Uh, or an orc for that matter. Oh, oh definitely not. Okay. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I usually am pretty, uh, uh, have a skepticism of pretty much everybody I meet. So I'm kind of <laughs> like, I uh, don't trust anything or anyone. I don't disagree. I, I get that impression. Just, just a bit. <laughs> all right. So you guys all kind of, uh, gather, am gather amongst yourselves before, uh, knocking on the door. Uh, yeah. All right. The, uh, go and knock on the door. Door opens. You see this um, kind of middle-aged uh, half-orc. It's uh, kind of kind of standing there and asks, "Can I help you?" Uh, hello. Uh... My name is Gavin Ashdain Temper. Nice to meet you. Uh, we have heard that you might uh, know something about the haunted house and that you collect lore. We would very much like to indulge uh, in conversation with you about said topics if you uh, if you would uh, be interested to help us. Hi. Could take a few minutes. I'm just in the process of translating uh, some translating something for Mr. Eliander. So, uh, what would you like to know about the about the mansion? Uh, you said you were translating something. Yes, I tend to. I when I there's a when I'm not be when I'm not uh, tending to the uh, cemetery and the and the and the stones here, I, tend, I offer my services as a translator to Eliander. It's uh, fairly, in the process of the conversation, you realize he's actually fairly uh, articulate and, and knowledgeable and can uh, speak a variety of uh, languages. And he tends to, uh, tends to work on that translation on the side. Eliander, uh, you... Eliander. We know about Eliander, right? The recap so I can give you some info on Eliander.
Ah. Eliander Fireborn is, uh... Elliot, the name is uh, fairly well known for uh, doing work in the uh, the dead the mire of dead men and uh, some of the other so, some of the local forests, uh, working on uh, trying to keep the uh, area at bay. Um, suffered an injury um, and now uh, and lost a le lost a leg in the process. He. Um, Uh, one of the council members and tends to and, uh, and has a res and has his residence. He's also very learned. Uh, speaks a variety of languages. Hmm. Um. And what is the name of the half orc? Half orc's name is Craig. Oh yeah, Craig. A R A G. Uh, <clears throat> what can you uh, What can you tell us about this this house? Uh, there was a uh, alchemist who lived there, probably thir 20, 30 years ago. Um, very quiet fellow. Never, never really ventured out much. Um, had, uh, there'd been a few, uh, there were a few things he would, he would have, that would come through for delivery to him, but, um, not a whole lot. Uh, very curious. It was, the houses were very quiet for years. It wasn't until recently that all of a sudden there's these discussions about be, uh, the house being haunted. There's even been a couple of disappearances. I'm uh, quite curious as the uh, nature of the haunting. Um, and then, of course, there's also rumors of the being a, a that he that his uh well he was fairly wealthy and that there might be some uh, locked vault with of some type where he where his where his wealth was there. But haven't really seen haven't really heard much. Or any anything to substantiate that. Uh, <clears throat> that sounds very interesting. Um, uh, what can you tell us about the alchemist? He still live there. Um, he wasn't of any particular renown. I think he. Uh, I think he was. Uh, came from the. I think he migrated here from the host tower when the host tower fell. Years ago. The host tower. Yes, the host tower of the Arcane in Luskin. Uh, no, a uh, number of years ago, it had collapsed and was recently re recently rebuilt. Um, with the with that, uh, anybody want to roll a history check? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh. Ten. Ten. Yeah. I'm eight. Yeah. All right. 
Anyone else rolling that history check? Yeah. One second. Okay. Come on, guys. We can do this. <laughs> I have no doubts. <laughs> you might have overheard something like... Uh, Got a six. Like, like an 18 on a dice. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I got a six. A six, oh. an eight, yeah. a ten. Okay. <laughs> oh, with that, you can't really place when, but listening to Craig talk about these events, and you kind of get the feeling that the alchemist who lived there was uh, one of the long-lived races, because some other rumors that you heard is this: the host tower fell. Uh, almost a hundred years ago, and then was recon rebuilt maybe about twenty to thirty years ago. So, roughly, there. I mean, there's some. It, it's a long time, but it definitely, it definitely doesn't. You definitely get the impression that the alchemist who lived there was definitely not a human or any of the short-lived species. Most like, most like short-lived races. Most likely, probably an elf. Maybe a dwarf, uh, kind of live that quiet life, which does which helps with the possibility if there is any type of any type of uh, lost wealth. It, it, it might be old, and it might there might be something. It might be substantially not not sure. Does that sound like the kind of thing you guys are interested in checking out? I want to go see if there's treasure. Sure, but we would need to scout the area ahead. So oh, I agree. Uh, does anyone have a familiar with them? Not me. I'm familiar with that. Well, I guess I'll have to employ mine then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll have to go back to the uh, quartermaster, quartermaster's uh, eyes. Faithful quartermaster's eyes. Okay. Uh, to buy some spell components. A brazier, some incense, some herbs. If the tiefling deals with that. Uh... They would, but given your current location, uh, Winston's would probably be a closer. And considering, uh, <clears throat> according to yeah, according to Fiddle, um, talking with him, he was able to pick up uh, some pretty his components for his, his bell and his wire. So there's the reason you could probably get those types of things at at Winston's as well. And uh, remind me, uh, I didn't. I, I write everything that I can remember, but I didn't uh, write out the, the name of the people in Captain. Oh, Captain um, yes, her name. Captain Zach. 
top. The Captain Danderos. X-E-N-D-R-O-S. Female tiefling. So if you're going over to Winston's, um, give him your shopping list, and he's able to amass everything together for about, what is it you're looking for? How many items? Just a second. Okay. I would need uh, 10 gold pieces worth of charcoal, incense, and herbs. And uh, I would need uh, a small brass brazier. Okay. Maybe maybe some, uh, some wood for making a fire. For starting a fire. Alright. Uh... All of that, uh, twelve gold, and you and you can ha uh, take care of all of that. You can easily start a fire. Okay, okay, okay. I'll I'll take that. Alrighty. It's good to be a noble. <laughs> <laughs> Got them deep pockets, yo. <laughs> yep. I'm making it rain. Nice. <laughs> Ready. So, you have your spell components, you have everything you need. What is you guys would like to do next? Um, do we want to <clears throat> do we want to go check out this haunted house? I don't think it's haunted. I don't believe in ghosts. Is there anyone that's in the city that's attempted this? Attempted the uh, the trek to the haunted mansion, or at least ventured into it? Uh, go ahead and roll me a investigate or a uh, perception check. Perception. I'd like to help him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, then uh, roll your check with advantage. The two two d twenties and take the higher of the two numbers. I'm sorry. What are you rolling for? I was uh, writing down something. He would like to know whether or not uh, there anyone has ventured to the house. Given that he's you guys have spent a weekend, there's a chance you guys may have heard something. Okay. So yeah, that's smart. That's smart. So we'll do a perception, and since uh, there's an assist, we'll do the perception with advantage. Mine, I rolled a nine. That's the <laughs> that, that's the highest. Uh, I don't know. It's an advantage. Uh, so you roll you roll your yeah. dice twice. Oh, okay. Whatever the higher the two yeah. numbers is, that's your roll. That's your that's your one you add your modifier to. Okay. Yeah, one second. So. We didn't find out that Craig's about uh, yeah. the, the 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 layout of the mansion or something like that. <laughs> uh, he gives you a basic description. It's uh, it's and 
a basic description that there was a large it's got a large garden around it the house is uh, approximately two stories um not as grand as some of the ones in town but functional for a single occupant who tends to who the occupant that he's described would you get on the uh, dice roll uh, so nine was the highest. <laughs> the last one I wrote a nat one. Ooh. <laughs> was a two. Good thing you have that advantage. All right. Unfortunately, you didn't hear about any. All, all you basically heard for as far as about the house is that it's haunted and people tend to people are tend to stay away. Um, there hasn't been anyone. There hasn't been anyone in a while who has tried to venture up to that house. Uh, I, I Again, we want to go to this house. I have a question. If I uh, make my familiar in the shape of a spider, how big is it? It would. Is it like, is it like a house spider or like a tarantula or what? I would. I would. I would. I would say uh, I'll leave that for your just for your discretion as far as semantics. Uh, but it is definitely not going to be like a giant spider. <laughs> you mean no, it's not no, no. Shelob? Come on. No, no, no. It's not Shelob. I, I, was, I was more <laughs> interested in, in it being stealthy. So, oh, uh, yeah. Any, any, I mean, any, any, any size of a, of a normal spider, tiny, small creature, tiny creature that's within that size constraint. It's just, if you didn't know if you were inquiring, maybe, oh, let me make like a giant spider and I can kind of <laughs> sit on him and ride. That way I don't have to walk yeah, so right. far. <laughs> so that's why I was like, no, no, this is like, you, you can kind of chill on your shoulder and be another set of, another four sets of eyes. Kitty <laughs> operative. How much, how much feet could it cover if it was uh, like a house spider? I presume it wouldn't be able to cover much in a turn. Uh, spiders are pretty fast. So I'd say probably cover like, probably cover uh fifteen to twenty feet per per round. That's cool. That's neat. And it would probably go undetected because the place is abandoned and it's probably spiders all over it. So. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the the definitely has a, it'll definitely have a strong advantage on stealth. Cool. Cool. Um, I guess we'll go to the to the abandoned mansion near the near the abandoned mansion. Be correct. Does everybody else want to do that too? I think we go check it out. Right. Before we go, before we go, can I also inquire uh, with the townsfolk about uh, anyone venturing into the mansion? Oh yeah. So, um, 
spider question. It has 20 feet of movement and a uh, stealth of plus four. Uh, uh, dark vision, 30 feet, per passive perception of, uh, of 10. Uh, it could definitely be a little. It could definitely be helpful. Nice. Uh, As for the other question, you want to inquire if anyone else has been in the man, any in the mansion. Where do you want to make that inquiry? Uh, I would go at the two taverns that we visited. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So the tavern most likely to know that. Second. Right. Go. When we were initially at, had the soldiers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. crags. Okay. There is the snapping line, there is the empty net, and then there's the wicker goat. The wicker goat, the empty net, uh, happens to be one of the ones that has the is the most rowdy. Um, the snapping line tends to be uh, frequented by uh, most of the fishers and the sailors and the laborers. The empty net would be would be uh, more of a criminal and smuggler's den. So we won't go to the empty nets, at least for now. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's avoid that. <laughs> for now. For now. For now. For now. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back and clear it out later. <laughs> All right. We may need the practice, uh, though, mates. I'm just saying we we never know when, um, when a business opportunity might show up. And... Uh, yeah, I'll leave it to that. That's, That's fair. Excellent point. All right. <clears throat> no, we won't go to the empty net. Oh, no, not the empty net. It was the... Uh... The wicked goat. Snapping uh, line. The snapping line is the one with the fishermen and the laborers. Or the common folk. Yeah, yeah, we'll go to the snapping line. All righty. Sure. Alright, uh, so it's uh, very, fairly popular because it's the snapping line is right next to the council hall and right across from the weekly market. So there's a lot of traffic up in here. Uh, as you come to see on it, you see it looks like it's kind of a hodgepodge of building materials because the tavern was built out of many decommissioned fishing vessels. So it's got a very unique nautical thing to it. Cool. You walk in, there's like fishing nets draped on the wall for aesthetics and things like that. Ooh. And any all points of the day, it's a fairly, um, toward the latter half of the afternoon at this point, and uh, mm -hmm. work is stopping at the docks, and you, the people are steadily flowing into the taverns to start their evening uh, festivities. Hmm. I'll uh, I'll go to the. Is the innkeeper currently busy with orders, or is he standing there awaiting one? 
the bartender is uh, looking pretty busy, but there is a young woman standing off to the side, kind of surveying everything. You get the impression that she might be the one in charge. And, you know, she's not terribly busy. She's just kind of watching everything, kind of making sure everything's running smoothly. Her name is I Anna Rist. I approach her. Yeah. Uh, and I say, uh, hi, my name is Gavin, Gavin Ashdane Temper. Nice to meet you. I presume you're the proprietor of this uh, fine establishment? Because yeah, she sits there and tells you yes. She's, her family has uh, been running this tavern for many years. And your name, uh, young lass? Is, is uh, her, she introduced herself as Hannah. Hannah. Nice to meet you, Hannah. Uh, I would like to order uh, some ale for me and my friends over there. And uh, perhaps uh, you might be able to help me with some inquiry I, I have. Since you, you have a very busy establishment, as I see. Yes, uh, the fishermen have been quite happy over the last few, after the last uh, several days with uh, the heart with their uh, fishing nets being full. We've had there have been times where they've where it's been pretty uh, pretty miserable. Right now it seems to be a high point, so which is a good for business. But yes, Most I'll uh, have some ale sent over there. Would you guys like to partake in your evening meal? Uh, what do you have to? What do you have in our in way of meals? Our house specialty because of is a uh, lobster. Ooh, lobster. Uh. Okay, we'll take uh how much? Uh, we'll take uh four lobsters. Okay. Some ale, some ale, and uh, how much would be for that? Um, four of our house platters and some ale, that would be two gold. And Most should... excellent. And, and, what were you saying? Uh, it's going to be about two gold, and uh, if you want to have continue rounds, it'll be a gold per round as each come. Okay, uh, I'll ask her now, uh, say, Hannah... Would you happen to overhear something about that haunted mansion that's, that's in this fine city, fine small town? Oh, the... She sits there and thinks for a minute. Um, go and roll a persuasion check. Okay. A 15. All right. Um, she sits there and tells you that she, she's heard of it. She's heard the rumors that it's haunted. She doesn't know anyone who's recently come up there, but she she basically it, it retells you the same things you've been hearing, that it's uh, everybody seems to stay away from it. Um, she does kind of give the indication that uh, some of the... Some, some of the people who work for Primwater are a lot more, 
lot more interested in propagating that rumor than any of the other uh, crews and workers, so to speak. They're propagating the rumor that it's haunted. Yes, they seem to be the ones that most... Anytime it comes up, it's somebody who works for Primwater is real big on sitting there and spreading that. But she's she's she kind of dismisses it as a coincidence, maybe. It just seems weird. But the rumor is pretty prevalent to just stay away and nobody... and. Uh, haven't heard of anybody, haven't been able to talk to anybody who's actually been up to the house and back. Uh, but do you know someone who might know if someone was in the house? She does, she can't give you any, she can't give you any names she can recall right now. And as you're having this conversation, a couple of the uh, wait staff come and talk to her and she's kind of splitting her attention from keeping things running smoothly and answering your questions. Okay, Hannah. Uh, I thank you for your time. You have been most helpful. Much appreciated. I hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy your meal. Uh, will do. Uh, thank you again. Thank you again. All right. You're you're very you're very you're very helpful. <laughs> I'll go to my uh, to our table and uh, await uh, the meal. All right. And uh, sip sip my ale. Oi, so what she tell you? Well, she basically hasn't heard of anyone entering the mansion, but uh, she did point out an interesting fact that there is um, always been uh, a Primwater man uh, who, uh, I'm sorry, uh, okay. brain, brain tilt. Uh, there has always been uh, some of Primwater's men who were uh, responsible for propagating the rumor that the house is haunted. That I told you, haunted. you couldn't trust that fancy pants guy. <laughs> told you. Uh, is Primwater a noble also? Uh, he's a council member and he runs one of the largest uh, businesses in town uh, in, in 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 discussing this uh here i'm working on his name gilly sits there and recounts the time hanging out in front of the uh Primwater mansion and seeing all the bustle of activity and even as you guys have spent the week working the docks as security as a subcontract for Primwater, you've seen a lot of a lot of comings and going. You see some people that are a little, little shifty. Then there are some people who are not so shifty. Mm -hmm. Huh. Oh. Um. Yeah. Primwater is a bit of an unsavory character, if you ask me. He does seem like it, doesn't he? <clears throat> you can't trust a man that has a house big enough for a city and only one person living in it. Kind of makes you wonder what he's hiding in there. As you guys are having this conversation, a couple of, you, couple of people nearby are like, oh, Primwater throws the best parties. He's always bringing in people to entertain. There was a play here just two weeks from Waterdeep. That was great. And they just, uh, you hear that you hear various stages of drunken party, drunken revelry, and a lot of praise for Primwater. 
as you guys sit there and start questioning the conspiracy, any potential conspiracy, you're hearing just as many people vouching that he's uh, up and up and that he's uh, always something positive to say about Primwater. That's really weird. Well, he seems like a swell guy. Yeah, you can't uh, trust him, though, because if uh, his people are sitting there saying something, there must be something inside this haunted mansion that they're trying to protect. You can't trust the man. You can't trust the fancy pants. Uh, I agree with Gilly. Uh, Scuba, is there a noble inside Salt Marsh except me? Um, yeah, mm. there's several. Rumwater is uh, one. Um, the, quite a, most of the council members are all would be considered the uh, town noble nobility, like yourself. Mm. Even uh, even uh, Iber, who hired you guys to work the docks, he had a he definitely had an air of not of someone who's been around some of the upper upper echelons of society. You get a you get a sense of his his bearing is very uh, polished and um, you you get all and whatnot. Trying to find the word here <laughs> so but uh he's definitely got he's definitely got a bearing and uh kind of a command authority type uh even the other council members that you've uh briefly seen you can definitely see there's a there's a number of noble houses uh, i think the only one who is uh as and as far as in terms with pr even even um hannah her family is fairly prominent within salt marsh hmm. Mother uh, Edda Owland, she's the uh, senior member on the council. Her family's been there quite a number of while. Uh, hmm. Primwater, the Eldar Fireborn. Oh, Minstrid's kind of a noble, good. but she's more or less, but she's only there because she's running the Dwarven uh, mine, and she's a she's a a prominent figure because they want to make sure the Dwarves have a vote in the town politics. Um, is uh, Solmar Anders Solmar? He's a kind of a young man who's uh inherited his family's uh fishing fleet. So, uh, quite a quite a few of them in this town. Not nearly as many as uh Waterdeep, but uh definitely enough for the uh for the town politics to keep be interesting. Can I uh <clears throat> can I call over uh Hannah? Um, sure, go ahead and, uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion. See if she, you catch her attention to get her to come by your table. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, Use your inspiration. inspiration. Roll better. Roll better. <laughs> I don't if you can self inspire, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, let's see. I was just I was just projecting that uh, that he should use this on this very important role. Uh yeah, I, I well I did, and it's a twenty, not twenty. Oh, nice. Twenty. Oh yeah, uh, she. Yeah. She comes over and uh, brings the next round of, of ale for you guys. 
because obviously things are very busy and you know she's not above helping her uh her staff keep things uh calm and uh efficient comes over sits down the new drinks and and uh inquires uh what are you guys enjoying everything and of course by now your food has definitely come and you've had a chance to savor it mm. everything's delicious thank you a lot for coming over i appreciate the food and the ale uh but i have a question for you go ahead I don't question i have is what do you know about this prim water filler what, what can you tell me about the family They've been in Saltmarsh uh, almost as uh, about as long as mine has, and uh, Galen he uh, very big on uh, trying to keep keep everyone uh, happy. Um, throws a lot of lavish parties, a lot of lavish festivals. Um, very big on uh, trying to keep things keep things on the up and up. He's also very much in the uh, in the era of trying to keep Saltmarsh. Uh, functioning uh in amongst itself um all this new all this new activity with the uh lightning rail construction and and the dwarves moving in it's, it's not exactly sitting well with certain with certain air certain groups within town yeah you can't watch it you, you can't trust a dwarf either but the question i also have is have you ever been inside of his uh his city his uh mansion i mean Oh yes, I uh, just last—I think just last week—I was in there for one of his his uh, dinner parties. Oh, <clears throat> how do you uh, how do you get invited to one of these things? Ah, uh, probably depending on uh, if you work well, if you work, if you do a job for him and and do well. Also, if you're a, a relatively upstanding. A uh, member of the community, he tends to uh, tends to have room for uh, a lot of the co- a lot of the quote unquote a lot of the quote a lot of the town to come and visit. Maybe if we were to do a job for him, we could get invited to one of his parties, and then we could go inside his house. True. Well, the or you, if, if not for him, the jobs for other people in town. You have to be somewhere your name is more recognized. He'll remember us after a while. What other exploits is he in? Say that again. What other type of exploits is he in? Uh, he does a lot of uh, import exports, okay. as well as uh, some. Fi- some he has a, he has a relatively moderate fishing, but uh, a lot of his stuff is trade in and out. Not nearly as uh, predominant as Solomon, but. The two of the the two of them are fairly uh, fairly competitive. Well, I just wanted to ask, but just keep the rounds coming, they're lost. As long as it's flowing, it'll definitely be coming. Gives you a wink and uh, wanders off. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, how much how much for the round of ale? Uh, it's uh, one gold. It was one gold per round, is what she said. One gold per round. Yes. And we've taken one round and one round. That would be one gold for now. And he ordered another round, so that would be two gold on top of uh, the two gold I paid for the lobsters and the beer. And the uh, yes, that would be four gold total on your tab right now. 
Okay, we better stop. We don't want to be drunk. Mm, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So what does everyone want to do? Well, it's getting to be uh, early evening by this point. Fun is definitely set. The uh, activity is bustling. Okay. Hmm. Uh, is it too late to go and visit this house then? Or, or should we rest and then go in the morning? I say rest. I don't want to go with a drunk. Because right now I'm feeling a bit... I don't have my sea legs. And, roll uh, a constant roll a constitution check. Being rolled by the waves. Everyone you know I mean Getty. What's that? Everyone everyone roll a constitution save? Uh yeah. We can do everybody roll a constitution check. Fourteen. Nice. Eleven. Eighteen. All right. Uh, Gilly, you actually feel pretty good. It's the rest of the group that you kind of <laughs> seeing are getting a little uh, tipsy here. As you sit, as you're sitting there talking about not getting your sea legs, you're watching the three of them looking a little. No, 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 drinking as fast as they were. <laughs> <laughs> I can't trust a man that can't hold down his own fizzy juice. <laughs> hey, you cannot talk to me like that. <laughs> Come here, you're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, just relax, all of you. I think we should all go to bed and then get up in the morning. Yeah, that would be probably a good idea. <laughs> I'll take it. Fucking <laughs> Gavin, another round. <laughs> I've had more than enough. I'm gonna go get a roll. Sounds, sounds like you're trying to test me, gangster. So I may have to take another round with you. <laughs> uh, how much does the room cost? Uh, the room, the room will, the room will be uh, ten silver a night. Um, I would like to rent one of your finest rooms before I fall down. <laughs> Hannah, uh, Hannah just kind of shakes her head. Says, "Not a problem." All right, thank you. Before yeah. uh, Gilly orders another round, uh, my character suddenly becomes very, very sober and says. You're going to be paying for that, not me. I'm off to my room now. <laughs> and, then become, and then I become totally drunk again. <laughs> hey, I know the I know people like that. <laughs> All right, Sorry, so y'all y'all spend the night uh, drinking and crash and wake up the next morning. Uh, Moderately hungover as you come down for morning bre morning breakfast, which is all of your normal favorite breakfast foods, meats, potatoes, breads, breakfast beers. No beers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you need no to be sober. Thanks. 
Well, um, should we go investigate this haunted house? Yes, yes, we should. But uh, before we go, I'll go to my uh, room. I'll close the door behind me. Okay. Uh, I'll pull out my small brazier and I'll summon my familiar with a ritual. I'll Before I go, I will tell the rest of the gang that what I'll do, I'll whisper to them uh, so that it would take about an hour or so for me to do that. All right. I don't mind waiting for you. Ah, okay. you're so sweet. <laughs> All right, so you go up and you cast your ritual. You're familiar as summoned. You have a... Uh, uh... It will be a celestial uh, type, and it will be in the form of a house spider. Okay. Uh I will put it gently uh, inside. I will, I will have it gently enter my pocket, uh, and uh, I'll go downstairs and say to the gang, "All right, I'm ready now. Let's go." All right. <clears throat> Am I curious at all what he's doing? Who said that? Uh, I'm. Nah, never. It's okay. Forget it. He he said I he had to, he, he to... said he was gonna go he was gonna go up and make sure he, he lets you know what he was gonna do uh, in kind of a quiet tone so no one overheard oh, went up to his room summoned the familiar and then came back down so in in, in that in that time you pretty much have gone through your meal and then we're just kind of waiting with uh, patiently as he came down um, okay. Okay, let's go to let's go. I whisper to them, let's go to the house. Okay. Quibble, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Alright, is anybody, anything anyone would like to do before they leave town? Um. Uh, no. I... Okay, yeah. Not me, anyways, I, not me, I should say. Quibble, what about you? We haven't heard from you much, I know, because you had some tech stuff. Is there any... want to make sure you have uh, equal opportunity to uh, do some stuff in town. Uh, I think I'm good in town. It's just... I think I missed the whole point of why we were going to go to this so-called haunted house. For treasure. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it's a, really a haunted house, so I'm just kind of curious. Look. There might be treasure. It was an old uh, uh, alchemist who used to live there, apparently. I don't know who he is, but he, he might have some things there. Does he still live there? I don't think so. He disappeared a while ago. Nobody really knows where he went. Okay, that's why I was confused for a little while. Uh, so I was just okay. kind of listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, yeah, let's Scuba, go check it out. Scuba, would now be the best time to inquire uh, if my from where my family is, uh, from which city? Um, we'll have to. Or, I think we'll need to talk offline on that. We're coming up right okay. on our right on okay. our end. So I was going to wanted to make sure we were in town. Then gonna okay. 
for kind of our cliffhanger before next week is a preliminary description on the house and then kind of we'll go from there we'll, we'll pick it up again uh next week so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. we'll, we'll go to the house then yep sure yeah yep for sure Alrighty, the road to the house winds through rocky coastal terrain, often offering a view of the sea below. Low clouds press upon you, occasional patches of sunlight appear out over the water. Stiff wind blows in off the waves, carrying a brinky, briny stink of churning salt air. The decrepit house sits at the highest point in the area. Around it, a stone wall has crumbled in many places, exposing the interior grounds. Ornate metal gate lies open at the end of the road, swaying slightly in the wind. Wild flora, flora grows throughout the inner yard, but all the years cannot hide the evidence of a well-tended garden that once sat here. Near the house is a rotten wood roof of a water well rises out of the tall grass. That is where we will uh, end our first session of uh, Challenge Accepted. And uh, pick this up again next week. Uh, 3 p.m. on the Scuba Studio Twitch channel. Thank you all for participating. I know we kind of kind of a a rocky start to get started, but I think we're uh, starting to set a good tone. What was? Uh, how did y'all feel about this? I think it's going to be fantastic. It's uh, it'll be it'll be really good. It's going to be fun. Nice. Yeah. I think so too. Everybody turn the video off to get better sound. So yeah. <laughs> okay. See what we can uh, do. See what I can do about that, uh, tech-wise. But uh, everybody having fun. Everybody liking things so far. Love yeah. it. Yeah, almost this is fantastic. Awesome. I wasn't as involved as I wanted to be, but you know, this uh, this is not a this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. So yeah. hopefully, it's, so hopefully it's a nice long marathon, and yeah. we'll <laughs> see how the adventure goes. I uh, had a few people in chat. Thank you, chat, for uh, hanging out with us. All the viewers, anybody who's uh, checked out and watched uh, our show. Um, and we, I'll uh, put this up on uh, YouTube and uh, put out an audio version through a uh, podcast. Um, and with that, y'all have a great weekend. Thank you for watching and have a good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night.